I got off with a clamp one time. Um, <laughs> what, what was his name? <laughs> John. John the clamp. Oh, good times. Nice good guy. Times. Bit yeah. tight. Yeah. <laughs> Talk too much. Um, I got away with uh, getting a clamp one time in Galway. When I was in Galway, oh my God, they used to hide around corners. They would bastards. be literally like 60 seconds after your mm-hmm. time it was up. Oh, they were so annoying. But um, seemingly, they have to put a sticker on the driver's window. Yes. Because you could dry, try idiots and drive will try and drive away oh, with the clamp on it. So yeah, right. they have to put it on the driver's window. So I got away with it because they didn't put the sticker on the driver's window. Nice. All the satisfaction nice. of telling them you made a mistake. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've uh, heard before as well that apparently, I don't know how true this is anymore, you can't be arrested by a guard unless they're wearing their hat. Their hat. They have to have a full uniform. Yeah. Any part of the uniform that's missing, even a tie. They have to have their full uniform on them. I don't think that's a thing anymore, though, is it? No, it is, yeah. Really? You can request that they put on their full uniform if they're arresting you. And if they don't, if they don't have it on them, you could be like, well, then you've got, I, I, you could be impersonated, please. And officer. you can also request uh, that they arrest you in, in Irish. In Irish, yeah. yeah. And if they can't, you're like, well. Yeah. So you could potentially be like, Put your hat on and speak Irish yeah. to me. It's like a really shit hot chocolate sauce. <laughs> you could put your hat on and speak some Irish. <laughs> uh, and apparently in the UK, I don't know, is this for here as well, but if a pregnant lady needs to go to the bathroom and there's nowhere to go and they request the She police, can go in the car. The police give her uh, their hat to use. They have no, to that's an old, old law that hasn't been changed. Yeah, that you have. Yeah, they that they can go in a constable's hat. You know the old like the Bobby's hats that they used to have. Do you know the they hard plastic ones? Yeah, yeah, like the bill. Yeah, you can go in that. Then go for a pee in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Also, if you have to go for a poo, oh, on the street, you're legally allowed poo on the street because it's dangerous if you don't like go if you try and hold it in too long. So legally, if you're caught pooing on the street. No problem. But do you legally have to pick it up after you? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but you can't. But it's illegal to wee on the street, which is ridiculous. Because mm, I'd be more concerned about my willy than my bum. Speaking of which, did you see <laughs> that article during the week about queues at Disneyland? That I don't know, is it Disneyland in Paris or Disneyland in Florida? But one or the other anyway, there's really, really, really long queues for a certain ride. Sometimes it's two and a half hours of a queue. That it's gotten to the point where people will not get out of the queue because they'll lose their space. So they're just pooing on the side of the queue. Ah, they're not. Yeah. Disneyland. Definitely the French. Disneyland employees (laughs) are coming out going, oh, yeah, this, like, whatever particular article this was talking about, they were like, oh, that was the third incident that day. We're so used to seeing this all the time that people are just putting That's definitely Disneyland Paris. Definitely. Although, no, no, that's probably, I'm, I'm making this off judgment. I think it's probably America. I think the French police wouldn't wouldn't stand for that. I think the police in France and the police in Spain and Italy are quite, uh, what would you say, more militant. I think the American cops are just like, sir, you have you. I mean, it is your right to, if you want to defecate on the side, just try and avoid Mickey. I, <laughs> I would agree. It's probably the Americans who yeah. are a bit more relaxed about that. Because my sister once went to New York for New Year's Eve, which is a massive thing over there. Mm closed down like all of Manhattan and all this Mm -hmm. and there are people queuing up to see the live performances because you get like the likes of Taylor Swift reunions like NSYNC or whatever Times Square and stuff like that Times Square yeah for the ball ball drop not the the real deal yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) the OG but my sister said they 
met people who told them they were wearing uh, adult nappies so they didn't have to lose their spot because oh they're there all day. God. I know someone who I used to work with who told me that her and her friend wore them at whatever concert or festival they were at because they wanted to get up by the stage and they didn't want to go back. And since then, I've never been able to think about that person like without thinking about that. Like anytime I think of that person, I'm like, yeah, no, no, just no. So like they're carrying it around with them. Yeah. It's and just like stink. a constant damp nappy. Oh, or worse. Or worse. Or you're walking around carrying a pocket of acorns in your arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to forget and sit down. Yeah, that is also the truth. And also, how would you enjoy the concert? Oh, that you way? couldn't jumping around, going. Ooh. <laughs> I'd rather oh, do no. the GA thing where you just pull it out the side of the of the shorts. of the shorts and just do it. You know, just just take a knee, like. I know? Be. Like you're proposing to the wee god. Oh. I don't think there's anything that I love enough to not go and use a bathroom that I'm going to just like. Oh, oh you just. I just hurt my finger. Par- Punch to microphone. Marathon runners. Yeah. Long distance runners. Um, what's her face? What's the blondie one that used to run in the marathons? The English one. Uh, Paula Radcliffe. Okay. Notorious, notorious poor. Oh, God. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She said it in interviews. She oh. said sometimes you just have to go, like, and you can't stop and pull in because you've got times to make. That's sometimes awful. you just, you, sometimes you just trot and trot. As you're trotting along, you go for a trot. Bish, bash, boss, dump it. You're lighter anyway. You probably make better time. <laughs> but said sometimes you just gotta go and then just kind of like wiggle it out. Okay. Oh yeah. God, so wow. many visuals there. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Two podcasts in a row: toilet and poo and wheeze. Yeah. We're actually yeah. we've we've moved away from food. We've, we've gone we've through just the digestive. On the other end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know when you go to a place like Disneyland? I've never been to Disneyland, but I've been to like Alton Towers and other places like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Park. Honorable mention. Or maybe even when you're just away. Are there certain souvenirs that you always buy and bring home? Like some people buy frig- fridge magnets yes. and stuff like that. My or mother culprit number one there. Her fridge is just is coated it? in magnets. Uh, some people buy cups. Some people buy kind of like, uh, yeah, cups. Like, you know, cup with like Lanzarote or whatever written on it. Mm. Uh, no, I don't. It wouldn't be for me now What's at all. What's the weirdest like, little souvenir that you do have? Because I have memories in my head. I don't need to look at a fridge door to be like... Do you remember Fran? Yeah, but is there like, have you gone to a wrestling match where you've like, someone's thrown like one of their gloves and you're like, oh, unreal. No, I've only ever been to one wrestling show. No. Other than ones I was at myself, my, oh, my, really? my own ones. Huh. Actually two, sorry, I took carries to two. I took one, one, one in Limerick and, and Wembley. Um, what souvenirs do I, I don't have anything. I don't have, I don't even have any of my own stuff from any part of my life. What? Yeah. I used to have my black belt. For wrestling, yeah. all my certificates gone. Uh, photographs of my Debs gone. Everything's gone. I, I, I own nothing. Like I have only Is that because you moved house so many times and it just kind of gets lost along the way? Probably it was probably a period where when parents when we when we all moved to Spain and then we moved back and tried to know where that stuff went. Yeah, I know I had loads of wrestling memorabilia like like the figurey the figures and stuff that in the actual like in the actual packaging unopened. Magazines and posters. I know I had one magazine which was a WrestleMania Seven Special Collector's Edition that was worth about a grand. Oh no! And my niece, ripped, my niece ripped the cover off it when oh. she was small, and then all that stuff. There must have been about, I'd say, fifteen, twenty grand's worth of stuff <gasps> there. And my sister was like, "Oh yeah, I sold that in a car boot sale." Oh <laughs> god! Actually, my sister owes me twenty grand. I'll ring her later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's good for it. Ryan Murphy. I have so my favorite band is the National. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I've been to see them a good few times and I went to see them in Berlin a couple of years ago. For those people that don't know what the national sound like, they're like, I know you're on the way. Um, oh, I love that song. That's really uh, good. Yeah. yeah. They're quite kind of like Morrissey-ish. Um, I, some of the stuff. They uh, would have done a good bit of stuff with the same producers as Taylor Swift. So there's mm-hmm. kind of a mellow dad rock, I'll call it. Dad rock's a good, yeah. 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 They're like Wilco. I do like uh, The National. What I've heard of them, I have actually heard a few songs. I'm like, oh, actually, I, think I could vibe they're, out to they're this. Qu- they're quite indie, I guess. And they'd, yeah. be, they'd be in a lot of like TV, TV shows. Show. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. They're... they're their their last scene of the last season of a TV show when everyone's like doing the thing and it shows this is where we all are now. What's going to happen next year? That's when you hear the national. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to see them in Berlin and it was kind of a smaller venue over there. So it, it like you kind of just got to get talking to everybody over there. So we got chatting to this group and we were chatting and chatting and chatting after the show. But... W- to the point where like they were coming out clearing the stage and stuff afterwards and a guy came up to us that was like one of the roadies or something and he was like does anybody want uh, tonight's set list it's just hanging here if you Ooh, want it or whatever nice. so yoink Lorraine got the national set list from a gig in Berlin where so, is it now is it framed uh, it's not framed but I have it at home Um, I have it like just in a folder at home but yeah very cool oh you gotta get that framed so he like the lead singer would have been picking it up and like checking it out and stuff yeah. like during the gig and stuff yeah. so oh, I'm like oh definitely my God. Yeah. Bit of sweat on it, yeah, and like different bits and pieces highlighted on it too. So like it was like obviously to indicate something or other within the show. So I'm like, oh my god, would you get that framed? I don't know if I get a frame. It's your favorite band, yeah. It's your favorite band, and but yeah. someone would look at it and just go, "You type that out yourself." <laughs> there's nothing Screw special. Them. There's nothing. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Get that cool framed though. and put up in your hall. It's a conversation piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, got I know few... what boxes is. Oh wow. Cue cards from SNL. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> oh, nice. I was just going to say. Um, <gasps> so jealous of that. Cool. So jealous. Gifted cue cards from Wally, who's a legend, um, who will probably come to the wedding. And he gave us a cue card that he wrote, and it's signed then by Seth Meyers. <gasps> Class. And then Sal, who writes it. So who's look. this guy? Wally. Wally's the cue card guy for SNL. Okay, how do you Myers. know him? Is he also the, he Irish? the robot from Pixar? Um, Wally. <laughs> that's his cousin. Okay. Um, how do we know him? I found him online, just started chatting to him. And then you slid into his DMs. Slid into his DMs. Oh, and then you? we met up in New York. Shut up. No way. No yeah. way. I'd for, never meet up with a stranger from the internet. Did you yeah. kiss him? No. It's no. Hugged it. Right. <laughs> uh, no, he actually, he genuinely does have family from Clan of Guilty. Okay. Uh, and is he American? Like he's born yeah, and raised in America? Yeah, he's a New Yorker. He's a fully fledged New Yorker. I get, wow. je- I get that's a, that I'm jealous of now. Yeah, because you but, know how nerdy I am with with so he comedy sent and us, stuff. So we were supposed to go over and meet him before COVID hit, and we didn't get to go then because COVID hit. So he sent us uh, cue cards that were used on late night, and it was a, a joke about Ireland that they used on Paddy's Day. Oh my god! And he then was he really gave specific us a about cards. it. Yeah, that's cool. Please tell me that's framed. They're all framed. Yeah, yeah, cost me a fortune, <laughs> but they're all framed. Oh my god, yeah. I love that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I need to get something then. Yeah, but he's starting a thing s- now where you can actually uh, get cue cards off. So he'll write you a personal message. Oh, yeah, he started yeah. the trend. Yeah. yeah, but he's been the cue card guy for SNL for like thirty plus years, nearly forty years. Really? Oh. So he's the main guy. He, it's his kind of like his company that NBC. He, so would he would have been on? Would he have been on the? He's been there for it all. Yeah, but would he have been on the documentary, the fifty year anniversary documentary? So because yeah. I saw the cue cards being yeah, made and in he that. Has quite a like cue card Wally. Is, is yeah. someone everyone knows 
class. Oh and my god! He, if you watch SNL, the monologues when they walk down the steps at the start, you of see the him. Show, you see him. Ben is the guy holding the key yeah. for all the hosts. Oh my god, that yeah. is so cool! Class. So he told us, like one day he told us uh, he got a gift from Bob. I was like, who the hell is Bob? And it's Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Robert what De Niro a sent him a bottle of whiskey yeah. as a thank you present. Because he has to go through how to read the cue cards with all the hosts. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, just look at these. Don't look at the person because you have to read the thing and lines change, whatever. So, yeah. That he's, is He tells you all the stories. Like have about, you seen them drawing up the cue cards? Yeah. Well, especially when there's like last minute rewrite changes yeah. and everything. Because well, they got to write them in a very specific way so that it's legible and big enough and spaced out properly and everything. And they have like four different colours. That's mm. all they use. And then you're assigned to a colour. But one of the ones he sent us from the Paddy's Day show that we didn't get to go to, there's a tape on it. So if they make a mistake, they put tape over it and, and rewrite the line. line. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So you can see that they rewrote the line or someone changed the line somewhere. Yeah. So you can see that. We're it. such nerds. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, Absolutely. That's class. I like. Would you not have kept anything as like a memento for like a really big gig, like the first time you did the opera house or no. anything like that? You're not sentimental at all, like <laughs> no. that. No, I don't like to dwell on the past. I am sad as well in that I have like pens from yes. loads of radio stations. I've tons of pens and stuff. Any radio station that I've worked in, any kind of bits and pieces like you might get like promo gear and yeah. stuff like that I would have held on to. Um, any radio station I've worked in, I have one of the pop shields that you see on the microphones from every station I've oh, worked in. Robbed, you robbed muffs. Yeah, robbed muffs. Lads, when I die, they're going to have to buy four brand new things for offerings. <laughs> they're going to be like, he used to love cheese drinks. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're to open the pack and just bring up four individual cheese drinks. Yeah, they'll be like, what are we burying him with? They'll be, be like, like, was he some train? sort of Buddhist monk that he's such a minimalist? <laughs> he has nothing. Some people then are super sentimental and they'll keep everything. Like, you know, when you start going out with somebody, they'll keep all of the tickets from all the gigs and yeah. like creating a scrapbook of like My loads of things mother, like that. I think has literally everything. Really? From when we were born. No way. What? She definitely has at least one copy book from every year we went to school. Oh. Are you having a laugh? Up in the attic. Yeah. She has, she won't throw it. And then she's like, can you come and take your stuff? And you go down and go, oh, I don't need it. And I can throw it away. And she'll be like, oh. <laughs> and she'll put it up in the attic. Oh my God. Dude, if you looked through my parents' house for evidence of my existence, you'd be like, this guy must have been cloned <laughs> at age 27. <laughs> yeah. There's no rec- yeah. there's no record of me even being alive. Well, my mother, I think, is a fully fledged hoarder in a way, like, but uh, not a hoarder as in like just stuff everywhere. But she's, she's an organized she hoarder. Has, she'd be like, if you went to her now and be like, "Oh, show us a copy book there from when I was in junior infant," she'd be like, "Yep, yeah, no worries." Genie oh, mackers, so cute. Can we get it? Can we get books, copy books? Oh, please tell me there's like English essay ones in there because Hopefully they're not. hilarious when you read back of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She keeps a lot. I used to, I used to keep notes. From school, that passing notes to people. Oh yeah, yeah, like trying to ask somebody out or whatever in class. Yeah. Passing notes, or whatever. I used to keep them in an in a you know dubane. The, the drink, the drink. The drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, you know the cylindrical dubane box that the dubane used to come in. Like it looked like a Pringles tub. Yeah, yeah. I used to keep. I stuffed them into that. It was also my conjun box, so I used to keep coins in there and. Notes from school, but that's that's long gone. My sister probably sold it in Carboot sale. sale. <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> right, lads, will we get into this week's podcast? Let's. Loath happened on the show this week. Uh, Monday, you wrapped up the show for us. Mm-hmm. We'll hear how that went. Gavin James was in with us as he well. Was. Ledge. Yeah, yeah, lovely guy. Uh, we played a game of flip and reverse. 
which was a lot of fun. I love flipping reverse. Yeah, loads more. Let's get stuck in. Happy podcast day, everybody. in the morning on Cork's 96FM Wednesday morning are you guys ready for another round of flip and reverse it? Yeah as long as you don't make us sound like Egypt. Oh definitely not <laughs> that's all you guys doing that so you know how this works we had a lot of fun last time around with this I have got a bunch of famous lines from TV and from movies and through audio wizardry I have reversed them so I'm going to play them for you they'll be in reverse they're going to sound a little bit loopy but okay. I want you to repeat them back to me as you hear them okay. repeat what you hear and then I'm going to flip and reverse your lines and we'll see who gets closest to the iconic TV and movie lines got I've been, it? I've been practising this all for the last week have you? I've watched the entire series of The Walking Dead in reverse <laughs> to try and understand it's actually quite good in reverse it's about a zombie apocalypse where everybody gets better they all go home <laughs> yeah <laughs> right who wants to go first? ladies first oh thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> right Shane Bucks you're up have a listen to this Oh God! I'll play it for you once more again. Yine, <laughs> Oh God! Nothing like it. Okay, Ross, you've got an advantage because you've heard it a couple of times. But once more. No, you've not. Happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay, let's flip and reverse what you guys just said. This is what it should have sounded like. To infinity and beyond. I never would have guessed that. (laughs) Shane Bucks, this is what you sounded like. Um, seven and... (laughs) (laughs) Even more backwards than the original backwards clip. The first part has got something to, to stand on. And, and just say, yeah, there's oh, a little I'm a seven and And Ross Brown, this is what you did with it. Oh, and we and beyond. I like that. <laughs> Next one, Ross Brown, you're up first. Have <laughs> a listen to this. Oh, do ya? What did ya? Yeah. Oh, do ya? Yeah. What do ya? Yeah. Ooh. If I do my hands backwards, it makes it, it, it's easier to do it backwards. He definitely has been practicing. Okay, Shane Box, over to you. Here it is. Oh, do ya? Yeah. No, Benya. Yeah. You love your letter V. <laughs> I don't know. Let's flip and reverse it. This is what it should have sounded like. Hey. How you doing? Oh, some classic joy. Yeah. Oh. Let's see how you did, Ross. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Women of Cork melting at that. <laughs> Wet floor sign on the <laughs> And Shane Bucks. Hey, hey, Nevon. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel if Joey was from Donegal. Hey, hey, Nevon. <laughs> yeah, they're quickly taking the yeah. Wet floor signs back in. <laughs> Okay, your next one. Shane Box, you're up first with this. Yes, Fickle. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, Fickle. Yes, Fickle. Yes, Fickle. Oh, God, he's got pitch. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Ross Brown, it's over to you. Yes, Fickle. Yes, Fickle. 
He's really doing oh, that backward yeah. thing with his arm, isn't he? It's kind of working, though, is it? Yes, Frick! Oh, he's definitely got that. I, think, I think we should do that one at the same time. Okay. Ready? Okay. So, give us one more play. Yes, Frick! Three, two, one. Yes, Frick! <laughs> <laughs> Let's flip and reverse this. This is what it should have sounded like. Oh, oh. And nice. this is what you guys did with it, Box. Oh, Ipsy! Good! That's good! That is really good! L- Big Brother's Little Sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ross's attempt at Nikki Graham. Oh, Ipsy! Oh, that is <laughs> oh. So good! And together, flipped and reversed. Oh, Ipsy! <laughs> Sounds like a creepy kids show, to be honest. You sound like two tiny witches in a panto or something. (laughs) Again, lads, you're pretty good at this game. Well done. I love Flip and Reverse It. (laughs) (laughs) She's Lorraine Murphy. Yeah, well done. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. It's Lorraine and Ross in the morning here on Cork's 96 FM. And we haven't spoken to this guy in a while. He was in Cork just a couple of nights ago. Gavin James is on the line. Woo-hoo! Gavin! Morning, how are you doing? How are we getting good. on? We're not too bad. What's the crack with you? How are you feeling? I'm grand. I'm grand just recovering from Friday. It's going crack. Yeah, you were playing Cypress Avenue. Uh, how did yeah. it go? We got we, we heard some great reports, saw some great stuff on uh, on X. Mad and loud in the best way. <laughs> like, Brilliant. I love it. It's early buzz, you know, where we try to load the new tunes that I've been kind of working on over the last year. We've got to hear them for the first time live. Amazing. Yeah. That must be a great feeling, actually, to be able to get out and perform again. But it's been a while yeah. since we we've seen you in person Gav but you've been really busy I mean you did Glastonbury you did Electric mm-hmm. Picnic Kaleidoscope there was loads of festivals over the summer as well so it's still been a busy one really busy one so we're, we're planning next summer now as well so we're coming back to Cork to do some secret gig in Cork which is not announced yet oh. I, I like I say it's definitely happening in the summer oh. you got the scoop so okay He's See, coming to do my birthday, okay, everybody? Exactly. He's coming to my Easy. back garden. Yes. Okay. I jump out of a cake. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's okay. That's really exciting. Then, so would you consider then the the Cypress Avenue and the other gigs that you're doing now? Are you kind of like road testing the new material, seeing how it goes? Because like, how much kind of planning goes into the order of songs you perform live and stuff like that? Well, yeah, it's kind of it, it's fun because I have four albums in like next year at the start. Actually, when we release the fourth one. Um, it's fun to kind of dip them back at the first and the third and the second and find out what songs that I've not played in forever mm. even if I remember any of the words but um, yeah it's always fun to do these kind of gigs so it's always a buzz in the room I think you can feel you can see everybody right in front of you so class you're loved in Ireland you're loved all over the world but in particular loved in Brazil Gavin James is a big deal Brazil. in Brazil yes it's mad isn't yeah, it it's mad, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, to the point where you've recorded a theme song for a Brazilian soap opera like the fair what? city of Brazil Gavin yeah. James has recorded the theme song. You've got to tell us more on this. How did that come about? So I was kind of, I, I kind of assumed that like it was a small TV show, but like it was, it was something that only a couple of people watched. But supposedly, and when a finale happens, like the streets are empty and like like eighty million people watch this TV show. Oh my god! Mental. So every time like the love interest sees each other or something like that, so my song "Nervous" would get played, and then in the second one we did is like always going to play it every time. But in every scene when these two people meet, it was like, you're in my head. I was like, is there that many people watching it? But um, yeah, I, I was very unaware of how popular these things were. I, I went over and actually acted in one of them as well. It was terrifying. Oh, wow. did, you, did you speak Portuguese first? I tried to speak Portuguese, but it, it, um, yeah, the cabra, Northside Dublin kind of came out too much. 
Go on, give us a blast. How does that sound? How does it cabaret? Oh, I was like, uh, to the bay, to the bay. But like, I, I kept, I kept getting more and more and more um, north side. So, people know your music mm-hmm. so well over there. Like, you're a big deal. Would you ever think of moving to Brazil? I, I would move there, but it's too hot. Uh, I'm too ginger. I was like, <laughs> too ginger. Yeah, the pastiness problem. Too ginger. Listen, if you're if you're that big over in Brazil, you could just have a fellow poly around with an umbrella all the time. Like, this is very true. Very true. <laughs> I'm also six foot three. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about your new song. We are loving it here at Quarks 96 FM, White Noise, your first new song in a little while. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. us all about it. Oh, it's um, less sad than the rest of them, which is fun. Um, <laughs> I wanted to write one. I wrote it kind of five months ago. I wanted to write one that was a bit um, kind of like a fallen in love kind of Cupid kind of thing. Um, yeah. Do, do you know that song by Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love, this is Shrek? Yes. Nothing like that, actually. Um, <laughs> Janelle yeah, Scooter. <laughs> Pretty much. It was like, it was day, actually, because I've been sitting on it for ages. It's been on a lot of after parties I've been playing it. But, yeah. um, listen, we're very excited to find out what this gig next summer is in Cork. I would like to make a guess, but I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. Oh, yeah. No matter what guess it is, I'm just not going to say no. Yeah. Oh, the man of mystery this yeah. morning. Man, secret, yeah. Yeah, man of mystery. But I don't know. I think I've, I, I've got my suspicions just because Cork is only known for a certain amount of gigs. I don't know, but I, we will have to cut this into you short because I have to go looking to buy a tent and go camping next, oh, next summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Uh, listen, Gavin, uh, all the success is well warranted. You're an absolute legend, talent and a gentleman. Yeah, and uh, we can't wait to see you back down in Cork. Uh, thanks so much. I'll see you soon. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork 96 FM. What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Thursday morning, you know what that means. It's What's Your Problem what's your Day. Problem? Once again, inundated with messages and yes. emails. So many dilemmas that are coming in. I, how are we going to get through the ones that we already have? Like, can we give the. Oh, Bucks is replying individually to everybody, oh, just good. with his own advice. If, oh, we don't, if, if you don't make it to air, Bucks will send you a personalised message yeah. with his advice and in okay. the new year we're hopefully getting letterheaded paper oh yeah. yeah, yeah, letterheaded so, paper so I might do a Jessica Fletcher on it type it up in the old typewriter oh nice da, 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 da. Uh, or I'll write it with my quill oh wow fabulous mm, quill. fabulous so yeah if you have any issues any dilemmas do get in touch and producer box will be back to you in could, probably be, a few months he could be quiller he could, could be quilling you by February Tara has been in touch though Tara sent us a WhatsApp voice note Tara, whose voice we have disguised because when you hear this, you will understand why. Have a listen to Tara. Hi, Lorraine and Ross. So I'm moving in like a house share situation with three others. But over the last few weeks, I've noticed like my things are going missing. Last week, a pair of earrings were gone. A couple weeks before that, there was a necklace and I keep cash on my dresser and like that's going as well. And like I wouldn't be misplacing things this often, so I just feel like there's something up. And I'm like there's drawers being left open in my room and I don't leave them open. So I'm starting to get kind of paranoid that there's someone going into my room and you know, like taking my stuff. But I can't prove who it is. Like I do have my suspicions though. I just need to figure out how do I find out who it is? How do I catch them? I just need help. Does anyone have any suggestions? Please help. I'm not going to have a lick of jewellery to my name by the end of the week. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Sneaky little thief going on there. Yeah. Okay, so Tara um, has to try and figure out then how to prove, how to catch 
and prove which one of the housemates it is before she goes nuclear and yeah, confronts somebody. Yeah, she's going to have to know beforehand before she says anything. Well, if, so she she says it, if she says it to the house, everyone's going to say, well, it wasn't me. Yeah. And then it'll stop. Yeah. But then she'll never get to the bottom of it. And I think she's 100% sure as well that she's not just being scatterbrained, that she is definitely yeah. missing money. Things are going missing. It's the drawers being left open for yes. me. You'll know. I'd know You'll straight know. away. I'd yeah. know straight away. If my wardrobe door was left open or something, I'd be like, not a chance would I ever walk away from a wardrobe door open. So whoever is on the rob in the house is a bit of a sloppy thief as mm-hmm. well. And yes. they're covering their own tracks here. Yes. Okay, so what should she do? I, I would say... I would say, how do you do it? Because it's unpredictable. Like straight away, I was thinking set up a camera, but you don't know when they're going to pop in or like there's no kind of routine to this. Yeah. So you can't just have a permanent camera set up there. And also if somebody sees that you're setting up cameras as well, then they could be like, are you filming me doing wheeze as well? <laughs> doing wheeze. <laughs> doing wheeze, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's a tricky one. Now, how do you catch somebody? Well, the James Bond in me is... Uh, Basically saying you've got to set traps here. Oh, yeah, okay. use like That's a piece of sellotape, put it over the drawer, and then if it's broken when you come back, you know someone's been in there. But how do you find out who? Oh, yeah. I've got it. Oh, God, I've got it. Go. You put a you put some food dye and rub it on different parts of your room, like the like the locker handles, the inside of the door handle when you go out. So that when they come in, if they touch it, they'll have food eye in their hands. But when you, you know come what's going to happen is Tara's going to forget she did that and just have <laughs> filthy hands all the time. Oh, yeah. It's the worst of a house share, isn't it? Because you don't know who you're living with, really. Yes. You, know, you know them on a surface level and like pleasantries and hi, how was your day kind of stuff. But you don't know what they're really like. So this is the worst of it. The, so. the spies, the secret agents and the sleuths are out this morning. Put super glue on a handle. When they open it, they will get stuck and be there when you get back <laughs> from Detective Julie. <laughs> Go on, Julie. I feel like Julie's got experience here. Morning, she could borrow a baby monitor with a camera from anybody. Uh, maybe you could connect it to your phone this person says oh that's a good idea um, also buy a key for her door that's coming in a lot yeah but see, saying, she, she doesn't, the door Tara she doesn't want to just get, keep them out she wants to find out who's been robbing yeah yeah because they could rob in a different way than if she does if she just locks her door and also sometimes when people when you're the one person in your house that's locking your door you kind of feel like you're a bit overprotective yeah. or something people get a little bit suspicious of you is yeah. like, what's in there uh, this came in on whatsapp as well I think she needs to set up one of those um, cameras in her room. Um, you can get them fairly cheap in, in a place in town, the closeout place in town, French Church Street, um, like for 20 bucks, but at least then she'll know who, who's going in her room and she can hide it in her room. Oh, oh, I like that. I like that. Here's one. Here's, you see, women are always very good at this kind of stuff. I think men sometimes go for the more simplistic stuff. Hide in your room after pretending you went out. <laughs> Boom! Caught in the act. Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. Amazing. Amazing. I'm Just a pile of washing. <laughs> What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Today on the show, we're helping out a Tara. Tara, who's having a bit of a housemate situation. Yeah, so somebody's robbing from her, she suspects, in her bedroom. She's left jewellery out. She's left money out on her dresser. They've all been taken and she's left she's had drawers opened where she'd normally leave things open, so someone's been at her drawers and left them open. She can't she's got three housemates, she can't accuse anybody outrightly or say who's been doing it because they'll all deny it. So she has to catch somebody rotten. She has to catch them in the act. 
loads of messages. This is probably the most creative the listeners have ever gotten with something because everyone's trying to set traps. Devious, I would say. Devious yeah. plans. Kieran's been on to us. A giant mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kieran's been watching a bit too much Takeshi's Castle. Uh, Paul says, watch Home Alone. Plenty of ideas there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, swing tins of paint from a string on the stairs or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, put invisible ink from uh, the pens that are used to mark blank notes on like an expensive object, uh, strategically placed to be stolen. Then, when it's missing, check the flatmate's hands with the black light for the invisible ink. I just casually check just their hands as you like do. That. Yeah, something yeah. similar as well from Keith. Good morning to Keith. Says catch a thief by UV invisible powder. I didn't even know that was okay. a thing. Cover your door handle, drawer handles, etc. Buy a UV torch online and you're good to go. You could do a lineup of roommates, usual suspect style. Trip the power, have the UV torch at the ready, or oh shine God. it in their door when they sleep. Keith. Oh, all right, all right, Colombo. <laughs> uh, just one more thing. Uh, <laughs> And she's back, guys. Oh, 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 the most requested listener we've ever had by other listeners. Is this Aoife? It's Aoife. Agony Aunt Aoife here. So I'm thinking first thing you should do, go online, get some counterfeit money, counterfeit 10 euro notes, 5 euro notes, leave them in the bedroom. As you do. When they go to use them, hopefully they'll get caught. And I've done my research, they might get a fine or up to 10 years in jail. That should probably sort them out. Otherwise, if you don't want to be that toxic about it, be like, oh my god, I've been robbed. I'm calling the guards. Is anyone else missing anything? Has anyone else been robbed from? Um, I'll call the guards. And obviously they're not going to want the guards to come to the house if they're the ones robbing. Okay. Um, and then obviously when you find out who's doing it, put Veet in their shampoo, <laughs> make them bald. But hopefully they'll already be in jail so you might be fine. Um, but definitely try and get them done for fraud or something like that. I love that, obviously. Yeah, and I, lo- I also love that, like, she's getting ready to go to work and she's like, but I've also done research. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, as always, Aoife. One last one, advice from Andrew. Morning, gang. You can get uh, cameras in all sorts of stuff now, secretive cameras, like in mm. uh, pens and mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But equally, it could be a ghost. <laughs> you know, my friend... <laughs> He tells me that he's an owl on his front a window in his uh, living room that moves every so often. He found it in his daughter's bedroom there last week. So it could be a ghost. Could be, could be a I ghost. Mean, yeah. I love it. Equally, <laughs> it could be a ghost. Could be a ghost. <laughs> like a, a perfectly normal bit of advice. And then, but equally, it could be the looming spectre of a dead person. It's like, hey, Andrew, someone smashed up my car last night when I was in bed with a baseball bat. Yeah, you should probably check CCTV. Or equally, it could be Bigfoot. Lorraine <laughs> <laughs> and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Wrap up the show time. Oh, he's in a good mood today. He's he's up for this one. I'm at 78%, guys. Amazing. Ross is about to (laughs) drop a freestyle rap on us using the words that you have sent to us on WhatsApp voice note. You haven't heard these yet, Ross. There are some good ones in there. You need to include all of these words in your rap today. Let's kick off with Angela. Morning, Angela. What word do you want? Hand soap. Hand soap. Could have just said soap, Angela. <laughs> What's with the hand stuff? Okay, next word. Ticket master. Could have said ticket. <laughs> T- I'm sorry, we have to go there again now. Ticket master. Somebody is exasperated about ticket master this morning. you got to get in there. Jumper. Lovely. Word. One word, jumper. Brilliant. Jumper. Little. Little. Love okay, it. nice and easy. A crow eating chips. 
I hate you. Very specific. A, a crow, crow eating, eating chips. chips. Macaroni. Lovely. Macaroni. Nutella. Gotta get Nutella into the wrap this morning. Yeah. Couple more to go. Weather forecast. Two Weather words. again. Forecast. Weather would have done. Loving it. Orange and black concrete truck. Oh, come here. Do you want to just tell me where you were born as well? <laughs> While you're at it. Orange uh, and black concrete, concrete truck. truck. Yeah. A Christmas tree. That's okay. I'll take Christmas that. tree. Yeah. And one last one to get into this week's wrap is... Penny's bag. Penny's bag. Those Ooh. are your words. Okay. Let's see how you do. you got to get them all in to this week's wrap. I. Now, I clean my hands and I use some hand soap But some people won't let me because I'm banned dope That's right, I try to jump online like Ticketmaster But if they won't let me on, I'll pick at them like a Picketmaster Now, it's kind of bumper to bumper And everyone's jumping around trying to find their jumper I have a jumper with May Cork grade again But some people get confused because I'm not a trumper I'm as random as the Middle Island Little But I am incontinent, so it's the Piddle Island Little That's right, make sure to chew your food Don't be like a crow eating chips P.J. Coogan learned to blow eating chips I stuck a Feather in a hat and called it macaroni. I took some leather round the pat and then I smacked the pony. Yeah, because I'm full of nuts like Nutella. I dress kind of scantily because I'm a slut of a fella. That's right. No, Heather, poor fast because we need to get the kettle because the weather forecast says that there might be power cuts. That's right because I like to shake my power butts. Yeah. Orange or black in a concrete truck. Orange or glad I'm back like a boomerang. You complete duck. No, I want to wish for free that this forest gives me plenty of Christmas trees. And I'm done. Yay! <laughs> Let's have fun. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Alrighty, tell me lies time on the show. This is the bit where we play amateur detectives really, isn't it? Yeah, so one of us gives a statement out and the other people have to try and guess whether the statement is the truth or whether the statement is the lie. And since Box is out today, we have a very special guest in for Tell Me Lies. It's comedian extraordinaire, Danny O'Brien. Danny, what have you got for us? I had the worst case of salmonella in 1991 in the history of the Irish state for a child under 12. (laughs) I feel that I is. love the way it's like did you get a trophy from it or something <laughs> it's the only thing I want the, the worst case of salmonella in 1991 for a child in the Irish history this is and a best and a best improved swimming medal <laughs> he's not here today to pick it up obviously the salmonella is the worst we've ever had okay take us back to 1991 then first of all I want to know about that first moment that you went ooh so around that time rotisserie cooked chickens in the supermarket had just become a thing because we just legalised kiwi fruit and then homosexuality and then chickens yeah. was, it's, it's was, the natural that, progression yeah, yeah. Yeah, kiwi, that, kiwi is a gateway drug to rotisserie chicken <laughs> and then I remember my granny had a cooked chicken in the fridge and, and, and I'm sure you guys were the same grannies made the best lunches like my mm-hmm. granny oh, be, yeah. like it was like a bento box yeah. do you know what I mean you cut the crust off the bar would fit perfectly down yeah. the side your mother just throw a banana at you on the yeah. way out like Lazy. and then um, I ate this chicken sandwich that my granny made and um, I'd say maybe eight to eight to ten minutes later I was like sprinting eight to ten minutes sprinting it was like drinking a pint of Pentalax and I remember just my stomach I remember like trying not to throw up whilst running to the toilet and I was so violently ill I had to get one of my classmates to go get my teacher who had to get my mother and uh, who came into the school and said and I quote I think he's just overtired <laughs> overtired so yeah because I've been vomiting for the last hour 
anyway, I ended up, um, then they thought I had appendicitis and I got prepped for surgery. So they're going to whip out my appendix. Classic early 90s Ireland. Yeah. Don't do any tests, just take out his appendix. Then I actually got an ultrasound done and they're like, well, actually, there's nothing wrong with his appendix. I think it might be something else. What did he eat? And I ended up in Cherry Orchard Hospital for three months, nearly had to stay back a year in school. Three months? Yeah. And I was doing a school workshop, which I've done here in Cork, actually, which are great crack. Big shout out to Regina, Mundy and Douglas. I was driving past this school, which is right beside Cherry Orchard, where I hadn't been in nearly like 30 years. And I drove past the hospital and I kind of got a horrible flash of PTSD. PTSD. And I pulled in, I took a selfie with the hospital um, like sign in the background, sent it into my family group, going good memories of the great salmonella poisoning of 1991. <laughs> 18 of my family members saw the picture. No one said anything because they're all complicit. And my granny's type and I'm like, here it comes. <laughs> The apology of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm yeah. going, she's finally going to say Come sorry. On, Nana. Yeah. She just said, didn't do you any harm. Oh! Didn't do didn't you any harm. You, you could have done with that extra year in school, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're a bit slow. You weren't the quickest. I feel like your granny doesn't like you. I've got trust issues. Was she with done chicken. for it? Huh? Was she done for it? No, she wasn't. <laughs> the 90s, it's the 90s. You can do what you want. Even if she did it now, what are you going to do? She's like 85, 86. I mean, that level of detail, I could feel the PTSD off him. That is 100% true. 100%. Oh, it's actually Lynx Africa. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm trying to dissect comedy techniques in this. There was a laugh right before one of the lines. And I think the laugh was, no, I'm going to go through. Yeah, I'm going to go through. <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I was thinking, was the laugh like a technique? Just a kind of a... You were deep in this I'm too much. I'm cracking up in this. Yeah, I think so. Because with the selfie thing as well, I think that's too current. Otherwise, you'd have just stayed in the past. I think the fact that you're bringing it to now, I think that it might be true. It's got to be true. It's absolutely true. Yeah! yeah! 10 out of 10. Horrendous, but true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad you're wow. suffering, God. It's a great so way to joy. lose weight. <laughs> Top tip for anyone trying to shed those January pounds. Go over to my granny's for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Run through you like the Lewis. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Danny, thank you so much for popping in to us. November, you're going to be back in Cork. We can't 24, wait to see you. can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Fair play to you. Thanks, Bill, for popping in. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. That's it. Done and dusted. Oh, oh very um, loud. God. <laughs> it wasn't loud in my headphones. Was that loud it's in your just, headphones? It's just for your brush. Okay, it's... well then get ready, guys. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna burst open here now. That's it! Oh god, same thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, hang on. Okay. Oh, that's it, everybody. Hey. There you go. Hope yeah. you enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. If you didn't, yeah. sure, it's got a lot to do with us. Bucks is just swinging around on a ceiling fan there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find more of our stuff, obviously you can listen to us on air Monday to Fridays, 6am to 9am on Cork's 96FM. You can also check out uh, all of our social media videos. Oh. <laughs> all of our social media videos. Uh, I was in, in channeling my inner, uh, uh, what's his name, Aaron Schwarzenegger there. Uh, we start that again. <laughs> No, no, keep going. Okay. <laughs> You're doing great, Ross. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Are you still doing the radio? You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check out all... <laughs> oh, <wow>. Check out <laughs> all of our <laughs> social media videos yeah. on the old Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Twitter and the and the YouTube as well. So go Beautiful. check out 96 Films pages for those as well. And you can give us all a follow. Lorraine.Murphy, radio... What are you called? Lorraine.murphy.radio. <laughs> Lorraine. What's your Murphy. name? <laughs> Lorraine.murphy.radio. Shane. Dot Buckley. No. 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 D- Shane. Dot Bucks. No. Shane at Shane Bucks. No. Underscore. What is it? No. Would you not accept people? 
Oh, Bucks Afraid of Stalkers. And Ross Brown <laughs> Official, I think, is mine on the on the interweb. And that's it. That's Peace Out, Westlife. All that stuff. Badoosh. You're going to make me do it again, aren't you? No. All right. A-Town Down. Do-do. Do-do.